They broke into the mall for the wildest all-night party of their lives. Get that meat. But you're never alone. In the chopping mall. What's that? Robot life. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. That recliner almost chopped my mate's finger off. This is what our killer looks like. Tired. Everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. There was a, a standing lamp in this room. What happened to it? Attack of the Killer Objects! Hi! Welcome to yet another riveting episode of Attack of the Killer Objects. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Anastasia, and with me again is Lady Crisis, a.k.a. Mary. Hi, Mary. Hey, I'm back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, third time's the charm. <laughs> yes, thank you for inviting me on your show again. Ah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on again. You're always a fun guest. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Mary? Oh. <sighs> the best 80s horror movie ever chopping mall <laughs> yes we are finally getting around to chopping mall originally titled killbots <laughs> i like chopping mall i think chopping mall is fun even if it has nothing to do with what actually happens in the film <laughs> yes, yes there will be no chopping today no just a lot um, of uh lasers yeah it's just a play on shopping mall like, I get it. It's fun. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to make a lot of sense. It's an 80s movie. Exactly. Yeah, especially the slasher genre. They don't always make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Espe- no, especially when you get into the giallos. Having a followable plot line is just kind of not there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rare thing, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It's, um, you know, some people die. And there's some boobs mm-hmm. and usually some black gloves. Jealous. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They <laughs> there is more depth to them, but those are some big highlights. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna dig into it. We're gonna, you know, just walk you through the uh, general summary of it, and then, as always, we'll get down to best kill, worst kill, and best character, worst character, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Trapping Mall was written and directed by Jim Wynorski, produced by Julie Corman, 
Yes, that is the legendary Roger Corman's wife. And it stars Kelly Maroney, Tony O'Dell, John Cholesky, Russell Todd, Paul Bartel, Mary Warrenov in a small cameo, and the incomparable Barbara Crampton. <laughs> so the film starts off at Park Plaza Mall. And it's, I guess it's uh, either someone for the robot company (laughs) or someone that's like a mall representative. Either way, they're like showing a group of people, I guess maybe customers at the mall, their new security protocol, which is these... Secure-tronic. Yeah, but spoiler <laughs> alert, soon-to-be killer robots. Things they're go awry. No, they're supposed to just detain the shoplifter or whoever, and then, and then the cops come and do whatever they're going to do. Right. But that's not how it ends up happening. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, fun note, uh, there is, like, while they're doing this demonstration, there's this snarky couple in the front row mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that are just you know, talking about the robots poorly and talking about everyone else poorly. They're just very snide. They are the main characters in the film eating Raul. I have never seen that. You should. I have not. (laughs) It's not a horror movie, but it is a dark comedy. And okay. it's very 80s, and I think I think you could get into it. It's fun. If you ha- if you haven't seen Eating Raul, everyone, I challenge you to go watch that. It's not a killer <laughs> object movie, but I think the name tells you mm, about what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. I'm looking it up. Okay, it's the same couple. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was just like a fun little throwback to that movie, basically. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a fun little Easter egg that's hidden in the mm-hmm. film. Uh, yeah. But so then we go to there's Allison and Susie who are co-workers at a pizzeria in the mall. And they are going to a party. Mm-hmm. A party that is sensibly going to be in the mall after hours. Specifically the furniture store that belongs to the uncle of one of the young men who will be at the party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we do meet the bozos that are at the furniture store later on. Real group of stellar guys there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. The whole get... It's okay. Like, I just have so much commentary about this. Like, I get that you guys are supposed to be young, because you're still talking about, like... Right. Getting permission from your parents or, like, your parents Mm -hmm. thinking you're a kid or whatever. But then the other guy's, like, the accountant for the furniture store, but is supposed to be around the same age. Like, how old are these kids? That was my question because I actually was like, are they supposed to? Because when you look at the synopsis, it says teenagers. And I'm like, they're not teenagers unless they're, like, not teenagers. early college but they no they still look like they're in their 30s but whatever (laughs) yeah yeah I mean they're not the main protagonist played by Kelly Maroney Mm -hmm. that actress was actually 22 at the time so she's definitely not a teenager but she is on the younger side right right she did look younger though too that's fair and I mean they kind Mm -hmm. of definitely made her up to look more sweet and innocent in this Because that actress actually has a history of playing kind of like, I don't know, kind of a femme fatale character and other mm-hmm. stuff. Like, especially Ryan's Hope, the soap opera. She was this, like, little spitfire Lolita type. Okay. Uh, yeah, which is interesting because she's just, like, so wholesome in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I love Kelly Maroney. She's great. Especially in Night of the Comet. See, you're naming things that I, that I have not seen. 
You've not seen Night of the Comet? <laughs> no, because I didn't recognize her in your naming these things. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should know who she is, but Mary, and you claim to be an 80s horror movie fan, and you've not seen <laughs> Night of the Comet. I know, I know, I know. That's your, home- to see. That's, that's your homework, Mary. <laughs> okay, Night of, Night of the Comet, eating Raul. Okay, there you Writing go. Writing them down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those basically... <laughs> Basically, Susie is trying to talk Allison into going to this party. And she's kind of nervous about it and doesn't really know if she wants to go, for one, because they're setting her up on a blind date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, oh, fun. You go on a d- you're being set up on a blind date to what's going to basically be a sex party with your friends. Not awkward at all. No, no. Mm. In your blind date's uncle's furniture store. Not weird at all. Nope. (laughs) No. The 80s, man, they were a different time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the mall was like a happening place back then. Just by watching this movie, yeah. (laughs) The malls were so huge in the 80s. You know that, like, pop singers would perform concerts in the malls. Yeah. It would be, so like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson were like, you know, two of the biggest pop stars of the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like teeny bopper pop stars. So it would be the equivalent of being in the mall when we were in our teens or whatever. And then like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera or NSYNC or right. something performing right. a concert. Yeah. It's absurd. <laughs> I know. What I a know. weird time. Kids just don't know these days how uh, our childhood was at the mall. <laughs> so different. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> malls are dying. They Yes, yes. There's a, yeah. there's a mall by us where it's totally empty. Like, well, at least toolbox would have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, same. We have one. We're actually, where I live is near one of the bigger malls in the country. It's like in the top five of the biggest malls. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. And then, but 20 minutes away from, maybe not even 20 minutes, like maybe 10, 15 minutes away from it is a ghost town mall. It is completely Mm -hmm. abandoned. There's nothing in there. Yeah. And you wonder why it's still hanging on. Yeah. Well, it's still (laughs) hanging on because it's all, it's located to a very busy, it's, well, I mean, there's nothing in it. There's like, it's literally Mm -hmm. abandoned. But um, it's on a very busy strip. And I guess they just haven't found someone to buy it and turn it into something else, you know? Right. But anyway, back to the movie. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So then we go and um, let's talk about the guys at the furniture store. Yeah. 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 So it's Greg and Ferdy and (laughs) their friends. Um, And then there's this other couple, Rick and Linda. And Mike and Leslie, and they're all going to be at this after-hour furniture store where Mike, Greg, and Ferdy work. Mm-hmm. Now, once the mall closes for the night, the couples begin to, like I said, they're going to have sex and drink and party inside the furniture store, which is yeah. so ridiculous. But, but yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's, there's this scene, basically, where the guys are trying to talk you know, the dude whose uncle... Uh, accountant type guy, or...? Yeah, the accountant yeah. guy whose uncle mm-hmm. owns the furniture store, and he, you know, he's, like, mad worried about this. Right. He's like, I don't know, guys, this isn't a good idea. I mean, he's not wrong. It's, not, it's a terrible idea. For one, I feel yeah. like that's a... Gr- like, if it wasn't for the fact that he, like, he's so essential to their plan going mm-hmm. off without a hitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
because he's it, is it was it Ferdy or was it Greg? I, I get them confused. It's Ferdy. Ferdy is Ferdy. The, okay, okay. Yeah, Greg, Greg is the obnoxious one that's dating Barbara Crampton. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and she's Susie. Just so everyone's keeping up with who's who. Yes. <laughs> okay. So back to where I was. So Ferdy is. The one who is essential to the plan. Yes. So Ferdy yep. is essential to the plan because his uncle owns the furniture mm-hmm. store. And so basically he's like, I don't know, guys, I've got a lot of accounting to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, quit being such a Ferdy or, you know, <laughs> s- something stupid like that. Yeah. And he's like, all right, fine. And they're like, by the way, just wait until you meet this fox we're setting you up with. Like, it's it'll be worth it, man. <laughs> yeah. So basically both of these friend groups are trying to push them together so that everything all the glue of this party holds together. Mhm. <sighs> you guys, you could have just gone out by a quarry or something, you know. Isn't there a yeah. lover? Is there not a lover's lane in your town? <laughs> I mean, come on. Like a lookout point? I mean, something. Something. You know what it is? It was in the script for this to be in the mall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if I was a teenager, that that would be fun to be in the mall after hours, not lying. It would be. Um, but I don't know if I would be planning like an orgy. <laughs> well, no. And because I've seen too many horror movies, I would also be a little uneasy. Right. So I'm like right. alone in this big empty building right. where any, anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe anything could happen. I don't know. So anyway, there's another scene where, ah, what is this guy's name? It's not Greg, it's the other one, and not Ferdy. Not Greg and not Ferdy, oh, the, the other one. The, mo- the annoying douchebag guy? Uh, yes. I would, <laughs> see, if I had named him, I would have just called him Chad. He does look like a Chad, but I think his name is Mike. He is Mike. So yes. Mike is such an 80s douche nozzle, like stereotypical <laughs> one. He's like really grinny and chewing gum a lot and just... Yes obnoxious yep. and, of, and of course he has to go check in on his sweetie who also works in the mall and her daddy owns a clothing store and i think the dad's great in that moment oh god <laughs> that scene was just so cringe <laughs> it was but it is it is fun because that yeah. guy kind of kind of deserved that <laughs> yeah oh yeah but he's like basically making out with his girlfriend in the store and then um, t- they're talking about the party and then he has to really cover it up real fast and pretend like, oh, no, we're going to so-and-so's birthday party at her house. Right, Daddy? Please don't <laughs> stop staring at him with those laser eyes. Right. <laughs> don't kill my boyfriend. Don't don't cut his balls off. I know that's what you're thinking. <laughs> he did have that look. <laughs> he had that look like... I will kill you if you touch my daughter. Yeah. Um, So then he, you know, because she sweet talks him, he's just like, all right, whatever, lock up. (laughs) He just kind of melts a little bit. And let the games begin. The two other, yep. (laughs) Susie, (laughs) Susie, and what is the other one's name? Allison. Susie and Allison have walked over to the furniture place from the pizza shop and you know they've fixed themselves up in like the locker room for the employees mm-hmm. and uh you know they're ready to rumble yeah so it's just like some light flirting and then there's the big scene where they basically drag ferdy in and they turn allison around in the chair and it's 
that love at first sight music. Love at first sight, yep. Yeah, and so you're like, oh, yay, they're going to be so cute. The, like, yeah. kind of awkward, nerdy people. Mm. Yeah, the virgins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get they give off that vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so they go over to watch a movie, and before you know it, everyone's getting down and dirty. Mm-hmm. There's this... There's this scene where Barbara Crampton, for no reason, they don't need to have her do this, but she does this, where she's like kind of looking away from her boyfriend who's behind her on the couch. Mm-hmm. And she's like sweet talking. They're like talking to each other. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Mm. And then he was like, oh, come on. And then she slowly t- takes down one tank top and there's uh-huh. another one under there. <laughs> Layered, lacy, see-through tank tops. Yeah. And then she pulls those down and there's Barbara Crampton's boobs out for the world to see mm-hmm. for three, four, four seconds, maybe. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. And then she saunters over and gets on top of him and then they go back to another scene. <laughs> yeah. they, they pan over to other people making out and getting down you see the couple that uh mm-hmm. that there is a short scene that i kind of skipped over but basically the other couple they don't work at the mall they have been invited from outside of the world of the mall and they are like working on their truck or something and having a little bit yeah. of hard trouble before they get in they're like really minor <laughs> they don't have a lot of lines but they yeah. are more more kids here they're just bodies <laughs> I'm and they're, sorry. And they're married. They're married, right? Which kind of threw me off. I was like, okay, they're married and they're hanging out with these couples. I Maybe guess. they got married at 18. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I have known people who have done that. So I have too, but they just seemed more like mature or older to me. Oh, those actors are a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what you know, it's an 80s horror movie. Suspend disbelief. I was just confused at first. I was like, is this an older couple that's coming in? Or are they actually supposed to be their age? Who knows? Who knows? Because they don't specify exactly how old anyone is in this movie. So whatever. Use your imagination. Decide Mm -hmm. for yourself. (laughs) Then this, this is right on the precipice of when the killing begins. Yes. So there's a lightning storm going on outside. And several times it has damaged computers within the mall that have been controlling robot one, two, and three, mm-hmm. which makes a malfunction and kills the technicians. It malfunctions yeah. and kills one of the technicians and the janitor. And the janitor gets pretty mouthy with him, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> the janitor does not respect the robot. Yeah. It's funny because in the beginning when they're doing the demonstration, like of the workers showing their badge and stuff, he did not do it the way he was supposed to. <laughs> no, he didn't. And the robot electrocutes him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's been mopping and there's like a puddle of water around him and he is standing in it. And then the robot shoots out like a taser like line. Yeah. And then... Bleh. And yep. it's the same kind of special effects that are in Hellraiser when you touch mm-hmm. the... um, They're like drawn on, made to look like lightning, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, fun. They, it's the tech of the time. Yep. Yeah, didn't have better stuff at the moment yet. And they weren't they weren't breaking out uh, the George Lucas budget for this movie. No, you know? no. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going to get that level of laserdom. So, right, right. you know, we should be lucky we had what we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So then we're back to our friends upstairs at the furniture store. And Leslie's like, I don't want to keep fooling around. Not until I have a cigarette. <laughs> then we can have... Then we can have round two. Right. And then he's like, well, I think one of my coworkers left a pack of Winston's underneath the counter. She's like, I only smoke Virginia Slims. <laughs> it's, some, it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. And and then he's like, you always get what you want. And then he goes down to a machine downstairs to get, you know, her some yeah. cigarettes. I think it was the boob flash that got him down there, right? Yes. She does, right before he's about to walk out, as he's, like, zipping his pants up, she goes, oh, and Mike, hurry back. And then... <laughs> you, do, you do that too well. Thank you. And uh, she uh, <laughs> she pulls the covers down and just lets those magnificent boobs just linger on right. screen for a bit. Right. If I'm happy, we're all happy. <laughs> something like that something like that and then so he goes down there and of course one of our killbots <laughs> uh is like hey show me your badge or you know whatever so, <laughs> yeah the equivalent of that and he's right. like he's like oh yeah you know let me get it and then to be fair the killbot doesn't really give him enough time mm-hmm. it's already decided it was going to execute him for being there <laughs> yep and it darts him with, like, a trink dart. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we know, it just kind of, like, gets closer to him and transition scene. And right. we don't we don't get to see Mike die. Nope. I wish we did. That's so it was, disappointing. It was extremely disappointing. <laughs> because he's so obnoxious. Yes. Yes, I agree. <sighs> would have loved to have seen anyway. Not satisfying. Yeah, that was not satisfying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then, well, our girl Leslie's like, uh... <laughs> I want my cigarettes. Mm-hmm. But before she goes to do that, to go look for Mike, we have a nice scene with our girl Allison and Ferdy, and they're just watching, like, Attack of the Crab people. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. I, 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 that might not be the exact name, but that's basically, that's what's happening. They're, they're crab right. people. It's, you know, it's a them, night like 1965's them style movie, you know, mm-hmm. smaller creatures have been blown up to crazy proportions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're watching that. And I mean, this is, I mean, even in the eighties, I think even in the six, was anyone ever actually afraid of those types of movies? I'm I sorry. I don't know. I, don't I just, know. I just can't fathom that being scary. Mm-hmm. But right. I've, but I'm corrupt and I've seen way too much. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, but anyway, she pretends like she's scared. She's like, oh no, I don't know why I watch these. They scare me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I should have warned you. I've seen this one a lot. I've seen it a few times. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, you know, then then they kind of, like, make googly eyes at each other, and he's like, I could take you home, and she's like, no, let's stay a little longer. And then they, then they start kissing. Right, and the whole time, the whole time, like, everybody else is, like, hardcore having sex behind them. I'm like, oh my god. Yes! <laughs> like, they're not even paying attention. <laughs> and that, they're, like, not far enough away for you to not hear right. me. Right, like, like, there's a bed on, like, each side behind them, so... Not only that, there's literally a scene where <laughs> one of them is going, oh, you're the cake. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ferdy and Allison are like, well, they're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. 
That's exactly what I would say. (laughs) I'd be like, knock it off. Stop making so much noise. I I wouldn't have even gone to this because I just would have been like, this feels way too borderline orgy for me, guys. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, me too. You know, I love you guys. You're my friends, but I don't want (laughs) to be this close to your naked bits. Yeah, I think I probably would have just got up and went to another place in the mall. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm not a prude, but come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Leslie goes to look for Mike, and I don't know how she doesn't see this, because she's, like, basically looking right where Mike is. How do you not see his feet? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. (laughs) When she trips over, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, she trips over him, and Vince, like, wake up! And how, again... How does you how do you not realize that that something's immediately wrong? Right. Wake up and then pulls him into the light and sees that his uh neck has been slit. His throat's been slit. Right. Yep. And then she's immediately like, Wah! <laughs> and then another one of the mallbots pops out and's chasing after her. Mm-hmm. And we get a long scene of just a close-up of her only panty covered bum running, basically. Mm-hmm. 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 Not a pervy lens at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then a very spectacular death. Yes, I agree. Her head gets exploded by a laser from the robot. Yep, laser right to the head. Boom. And by <laughs> the way, everyone heard her screaming, so they all had a front row seat to see it happen. <laughs> like everyone's pushed up against the glass, like, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. And now they're aware that something's definitely wrong. And that they're in, yeah, something's wrong. They're in danger. (laughs) Uh, So, let's see. Oh, the orgy ends. (laughs) Yes, of course the orgy ends at this point. And they barricade themselves inside of the stockroom. And the women attempt to escape through an air vent. But Susie panics, and they exit through the vent system into an automotive shop. And they arm themselves up with gasoline and flares. Specifically, Allison cleverly sticks a flare between her boobs for safekeeping for later. Right, right. Which pays off hugely, actually. (laughs) Meanwhile... The guys have broken into sporting goods, and uh, they're stealing guns to arm themselves with. I mean, you can't blame them. So then the group meets back up, and they use a propane tank to lure (laughs) one of the robots out. And then they all just shoot the guns wildly at it, which is... (laughs) Which is, uh, all of them are terrible shots, let's just they're say all, that. <laughs> they're all terrible shots until Allison needs to be a good shot. Mm-hmm. For plot reasons. And then she right. shoots it off really well. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a throwback to her cheerleader character in the movie that you haven't seen. But there's an iconic scene from that film where she's just holding like a machine gun in a cheerleading uniform and it's amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah, okay. So, they've booby-trapped the elevator and killed that one killbot. Mm-hmm. And then the the other killbots begin to ambush the women, and uh, they light Susie on fire. Oh yeah, oh, God! And it's a long scene. You see her yeah. burning for a while. First, she gets like lasered in the leg. I think, right? She does. Yeah. And then the gasoline, and then ignition. She burns up to a crisp, crispy crater. I didn't. I didn't see her get shot with the laser in her leg, 
like I must have looked away or something. And when I look back, I'm like, why isn't she getting off the ground? Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Yeah, she couldn't. And it was in the script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but R.I.P. Barbara Crampton, three down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, three down. How much do we have left now? Two? No, we have two couples. Three we couples? have three couples left. Okay. Wait, no. Two Wait, couples no, I think left. We, okay. We have two couples left, plus Barbara Crampton's boyfriend. Yes. Okay. So we have five people still alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Greg kind of shoots at them, and then uh, they decide to regroup. And they rig an elevator trap up for the second protector and destroy it. Mm -hmm. And then they hide in the restaurant that Allison and Susie uh, used to work in. Allison works there, so Susie's dead. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Greg gets angry at Allison and Linda about leaving the air ducts and is, you know, not handling Susie's death well. But can you blame him? Right. Um. He's panicking. So he pulls a gun on Ferdy and (laughs) he intercedes and kind of, you know, breaks it up on the behalf of Allison and and Linda. And Rick, Linda's boyfriend, the other guy who we haven't heard much or seen a ton of, he's he's still there. Uh, He tries to calm down (laughs) Greg and Ferdy suggests destroying the killbots by the source going to the main control center on the third floor and knocking that out and it should shut them all down. Mm -hmm. They agree that this is the best plan and they all head to the third floor. And one of the robots pretty quickly throws Greg over the railing and he falls to his death. Well, Greg was just, he was just too off kilter at that point. He was just too Mm -hmm. out of hand. He kind of had to go. He had to go. (laughs) He was, yeah, he was off his chain and uh, not in a good way. So then now we're down to two couples. Yep. The four remaining survivors are running for their lives. <laughs> and they find that the first robot that they defeated had recovered. And that's that's uh, really demoralizing for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they take refuge inside of one of the department stores and they set up some mannequins to hope in hopes of uh, confusing the last two remaining protectors. Their plan works. And they do start shooting at the dummies, and it ends up blinding one of them with its own reflecting laser. There's a mirror behind them, I think, right? Yeah, so one of them, one of the bots blinds itself, essentially. Yep. Yep. Which, woo! Take one! (laughs) Yes! All right. Um, But the blind protector kills Linda. (laughs) Because it's just kind of shooting wildly, and Linda's dead. Oh, yeah. And Linda's down. Fuck. I was trying to remember how she died. I was trying to remember that. It's, yeah, it's not very memorable, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. And then, so Rick's, like, fucking enraged, and he rams a golf cart into it, and a bolt of electricity kills him. Yep. But it does destroy the robot. Huzzah! He's a martyr now. <laughs> yep. And Protector One sees Allison, and it's the last robot, and there's only Ferdy and Allison left now. Ferdy yep. tries to rescue her and shoots at it, and it knocks him over, and blood starts pooling behind his head, and you pretty much think he's dead. Mm-hmm. And Allison, she's injured. She, like her, her leg got injured at some point, so she's like limping away, running as fast as she right. can. And she escapes into a paint store and she just starts cracking open buckets of paint and knocking them down and spilling like paint thinner and chemicals just all 
the combustible stuff in the store. And then mm-hmm. she lures the last killbot to her. And it's there that the flare comes back into Finally. play. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she runs <laughs> she runs out of the store, tosses the f- lights the flare, tosses it in, explodes the last one. She's safe. And then she's yeah. like limping away, sad. And holy shit, Ferdy's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's alive. And- he's uh <laughs> He's got, like, an entire roll of toilet paper against the wound in the back of his head. And he's just, like, grinning at her, like, hey, I made it! I'm glad you made it, too, man! And then they <laughs> they uh, do that whole run towards each other and do the epic hug. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Happily ever after, I guess, right? Happily ever after. There is a post- there is a post-credit scene where an unknown fourth protector says, have a nice day okay. one last time. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. That is one of the most fun killer object movies of the 80s, Chopping Mall. It is a pretty fun movie. It's a blast. It goes by fast. It's it doesn't linger too hard. The pacing is good. I mean, mm-hmm. the 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 dialogue isn't the best ever and not all mm-hmm. the acting is wonderful, but you know. Right. Right. It's a cult classic. Right. I defy people to tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you have for best kill? Um, let me see. Best kill, definitely Leslie with the laser to the head and the head explodes. That was my favorite. Right? And you know what I yes. love? That is also what I have. And my <laughs> favorite part about that is that in the credits, when they're showing everybody's name and then a still of their mm-hmm. face, hers is just her blown up head with the name. Oh, I didn't even catch that wow <laughs> like it's it's just bits it's just a still of bits and pieces of her head flying <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that was like the first scene that i actually laughed out loud i was like oh my god i'm sick but <laughs> yeah was- that's amazing it's amazing it's fantastic <laughs> i love it okay what do you have for worst um we already said it but the worst kill for me was mike I, I was really disappointed because at first you didn't even know if he died or not. And then when it came back to him, his throat was slit, but we didn't actually get to see it happen. So Yeah, I wanted to see him beg for his life. Yes. <laughs> so unsatisfying, right? <laughs> yeah, it was really unsatisfying. And that's also the one that I had. But runner up is uh, the other chick that we were just talking about who has the forgettable death where she just oh, kind of okay. gets stray lasered and... Yep, I I didn't even know what happened to her. (laughs) Yeah, runner-up for me. Okay, so best character. Best character, um, I actually wrote down, I wasn't a fan of the characters in general, but the janitor cracked me up because he was just so pissed off. And he's like, these damn kids, and he's like mopping up the water and then the... Whatever, what happened to the other two janitors, by the way? <laughs> they just walked by drinking a beer and left, or I don't know what happened there. I'm not sure. I think maybe they might have gotten fried by the robots, too, and we just don't see Probably. it. But Probably. Yeah, Probably. The janitor just made me laugh, so I liked him. Yeah. None of the characters are super likable, but I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I have to, I guess I have to give it to Allison. Yeah. I mean, she's the, she's the final girl, I she's guess, She's the right? final, she's totally <laughs> the final girl. Yeah. I mean, there is Ferdy, but I mean, he, you know, he didn't save the day. And Allison, Allison does, she doesn't get much, like, when you think about final girls, you don't really think about Allison, so. You really should, though. She does. I know. A bang up job. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen the movie in a while. And then last night I was like, oh, she's a final girl. Okay. <laughs> Not only that, but the actress does all of her own stunts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, 
you gotta hand it to her for real. Yeah, though. we gotta give it up for Allison. I mean, <laughs> give it up for Allison, absolutely. And you know, give it up for Kelly Maroney for doing all her own stunts. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. you said she was your favorite. She was your favorite. That's what you said, right? Yeah, she's my favorite. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who do you get for worst character? Um, it was kind of, I mean, Mike for sure. I was hoping. I actually was hoping he would just like choke on his gum and die. Like that would have been even <laughs> more satisfying to watch than what happened. Oh, and the characters so at the beginning, I was the couple at the beginning too. They were like, ugh. So they're not great, but 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 you'll appreciate them more after you watch it. Yes, that's what. After you told me about them in the other movie, I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're okay. <laughs> They're obnoxious in the film too, but you just have to see it. You, you'll yeah. you'll understand. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else. Okay, so what's your must? Who's the worst? The, Who's the worst for you? Oh wait, no, I agree with you. It was Mike. Oh, you agreed me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I mean, we had already agreed on it earlier. <laughs> Pretty much, like we made it clear that we hold a lot of contempt for him. Yeah, I think so. But I think that Leslie's like. A close second. The girl that was the girlfriend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but go get me some cigarettes. Go mm. get them yourself. You have legs. You know, when he bought the cigarettes, I was laughing. He's like a buck twenty-five. I was like, oh my god, cigarettes were only a dollar twenty-five then. Oh my god, they're like ten dollars a pack in New York. Yeah. yeah, I don't smoke, but I don't yeah. either. But I know that that's how much they are because I've heard other people bitch about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your most what the fuck moment? I mean, this whole movie was kind of what the fuck, but <laughs> I mean that's I true. For me, it was really the scene where the where Ferdy and Allison are just sitting on the couch with the couples like making out and banging in the background. You know what? That's a great point because I would have def I don't know if I had written this, I would have had some snarky dialogue from them towards the other yeah. people. <laughs> like, keep it down. Nobody wants to hear that or something, you know. Right. Something. So, I have to think about it. What about you? I guess I have to say I guess I have to say kind of like how lame Nick's death was. Or not Nick. Wait. Which one? Yeah. Yeah, Nick. Nick's death. Or no, Greg's death, sorry. The actor's name is Nick Siegel. <laughs> oh, okay. But Greg, Greg, he's um, Susie's boyfriend, the one who gets pushed off the edge. I mean, right. that's not that's not a super what-the-fuck moment, but he also has this building rage, and you think he's about to go Rambo on the robots. <laughs> right. And then just, boop, boom. That's it. That was it. <laughs> like, a, like a dud firework. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> Rick, Rick did. Rick was the married guy, right? Yes. Rick's, uh, Rick's he, the married he guy. He kind of, he kind of had a Rambo moment there. I was cracking up at that. He did when he runs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for him. That's more than what fucking Greg did. Right. Ivy. Okay. So, what do you have <laughs> for funniest moment? Um, I, I wrote down. Actually, I wrote down what I just said. Like when all the guys are shooting at the killbots and they're all terrible shots. And then, like, Rick just comes out like Rambo and just blasts one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I cackled at what I did earlier, which is the chick who, you know, Leslie, when she went to make sure that he goes and gets him quickly and comes right back. Does, <laughs> yeah. does the whole hurry back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that made that cracked me up. I laughed that a lot at that. Hard. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so that's Dropping Mall. I did pepper some fun facts up there throughout i've kind of okay. not i kind of just pepper those in now i don't uh you know have that segment at the end anymore 
Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like it's better to just pepper it in. But yeah, so that's Trapping Mall, guys. I'm not positive, but I think the next one that I'm going to do is going to be Killer Condom. <laughs> that's a real movie, right? <laughs> it is it is a real movie. It was done by Troma. Okay. Mhm, in the 90s and it's actually even though it is set in New York, it is and produced by Troma, it's a German directed and acted mm-hmm. for the most part, but it's in English. Okay. It is Go ahead. Go ahead. It is a it's a lot. That's all I got to say. It's a lot. <laughs> Killer Killer okay. Do some Googling on that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, patiently await for me to release that. <laughs> Which it'll yeah, be, it'll, it'll be sometime in February. With, um, what was that movie? Oh, Heather posted something and you thought it said killer panty. Yes. Our, fr- <laughs> our lovely friend who does Wednesday Wine and Horror, Heather, we she posted a movie, a videotape, a VHS from her mom's video store, I think, that said Killer Party. But I thought it said Killer Panty, and I think that sounds like a more interesting movie. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would definitely have to go on your show if it was a real one. Yeah, if, okay, deal. If there's ever a Killer Panty movie made, you're coming on and we're doing it. <laughs> yes, and, and Heather too. <laughs> Yes, we're all doing that killer panty together. Love it. <laughs> Stay tuned. <And> I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, we will catch you next time on Attack of the Killer Objects. Take it away, Mary. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you for having me on your show, and I will hopefully be back on. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Attack of the Killer Objects is edited, written, and produced by Anastasia Bird. That would be me. AOTKO theme was created by me as well with free use music and clips from the following films. Killer Sofa, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes, and Rubber. The outro music is They Come at Night by Shane Ivers, courtesy of SilvermanSound.com. Our website is linktree forward slash attack of the killer objects there you can find descriptions of all of our episodes as well as our merch store we have apparel and accessories for all ages check it out and if you enjoyed today's show be sure to leave us a five-star review in the podcast app of your choice until next time